1: Okay, ladies, welcome to this beautiful table. Cheers! 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 Cheers. 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 Feel like a right <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, and ladies, I'd like to introduce you to this amazing woman, Jennifer Donovan Fulbert. And on this show, she is our styling, interior decorating expert. I've changed your title already. You can change <laughs> it to whatever you want. <laughs> <fine>. Okay, so <laughs> this is a pretty bare bones club room of a condo corporation, mm-hmm. yep. and uh, you've managed to turn this into an amazing Hugh Crew set. So, yes, thank awesome. You. Thank, so beautiful. Beautiful. So thank you so cozy. much. <laughs> it's just cozy. Yeah. Yeah, yes. It's cozy,
2: but it fulfills the purpose, and it looks, it looks amazing. amazing. Like, Ron, I think you want to take home a few pieces. I, kinda it? Th- well, <laughs> I was just looking at the corner pieces. I definitely want at least some portion <laughs> of them. Wow, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: so we're going to get right into it. Uh, this table, mm-hmm. Jennifer, was a bare bones, brown kitchen boring table, table, boring yeah. table, and, and I mean because it's probably somebody's old table that they yeah, just donated. For it. sure. Okay, so what was your kind of your creative thinking thought
3: process? Yeah, thought process. Because mm-hmm. this looks this? great now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love to bring in natural elements mm-hmm. whenever I'm doing anything, and I love mixing wood types and metal colors. Okay. Just to have a little fun. Yeah. So um, because Father's Day is coming up, yes. I thought yeah. I'll keep it on a more masculine, outdoorsy type of feel. Right. But with a little gold because, you know, you have to be a little special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little blingy. A little fancy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just love this. So you call this like driftwood? Mm-hmm. or yeah.
3: yeah. And so where did you get these pieces? Oh, all over. So... Yeah. Um, uh, the dishes are mine, actually. Oh. Same with oh, silverware yeah. oh. and these little glasses. I just picked them up oh. and I love mm-hmm. them. Oh, they're little so trees! Oh. Just yeah, hold them
1: up for the camera. Yeah, yeah. still yes. outdoorsy yes. looking,
3: but you know, gold, fancy.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Men <laughs> like very cute. Actually. Men like mm-hmm. the wider-based uh, glasses, mm-hmm. like, so the yeah. ice and everything can sit there in their alcohol exactly. and, yeah. Yeah. and not get so over yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep.
3: And I've also used them for candles, like putting in little votives
1: and using them
3: as uh, centerpieces.
1: Oh, it's very cute.
3: So Uh how did you get into this? Oh, that's a a long (laughs) 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 question. So I uh, was not on this track when I was in university. My degree is actually in psychology and I had wanted to go into forensic psychology. In fact, Uh I started... Uh, Moved to BC from Winnipeg and I started in the forensic psychology program at SFU and Within the first year it was apparent that I wasn't going to finish my master's there. My advisor He was a brilliant man, but he was the only FBI profiler in Or trained profiler in Canada at the time. So he was constantly called out on court cases and police cases so I saw him twice in a semester, so I was wasting my money, basically. (laughs) But I was only 22 at the time, so (laughs) I decided there must be something else I might be interested in. I started taking courses, a lot of courses. I was working at an accounting firm at the time, so I thought, oh, well, I'll take an accounting course. And the only thing I learned was that I would always hire an
4: accountant. That was it.
3: I, <laughs> I leave that to the pros. But amidst all of the other entrepreneurship and event planning and contract law and business law and everything else, HR, marketing courses, I took an interior decorating seminar and loved it. So Just got, uh, right from yeah. there. and I ended up speaking with the woman afterwards, and uh, told her how much I was interested in it, and she goes, "Well, I'm actually looking for somebody part time and I went really <laughs> so big smile so she said come by and we'll we'll give you a little test and we'll see if you have an aptitude for this
2: wow sure
3: so her double garage had been converted into this massive storeroom of fabric samples and carpet samples and draperies and wow. paint color chips and and she had these boards and they were room mm-hmm. boards and they were just black and white drawings yeah and she goes, create a room for me. Oh. And I went, oh. OK. And she left me for an <sighs> nice. hour. Yeah. And I finished five. And, I, and they were all different themes. And they oh, were fun. all so much fun. Oh, <laughs> so she came back and she goes, OK.
2: <laughs> you seem been <So>, like this. <laughs> oh
3: so Wait, she I ended show up, me up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. I just got uh-huh. addicted to it. So she ended up cherry picking courses for me to take. And oh, nice. so I apprenticed under her and I took other courses. And, um, and then I decided to take some courses on my own. So I found ones because psychology was my first love. Mm-hmm. I decided to take psychology of color and psychology of space right. planning yes. and how it affects yes. people, yes. Yes. and it yeah. does affect people. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. amazing. It really does. So, it's like, amazing. when you
1: walked into this room, mm-hmm. what was your perception when I was like empty and bare and sad? Yes. Sad. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yes. Sad. yes. Very sad.
3: So, we like to. <laughs> I say we all the time because sometimes I have people helping me, but I like to um, create a space that's very balanced. Mm -hmm. Balance is key in everything. Light and dark, black and white. You need balance all the time. So when it comes to color schemes, a balance between cool and warm Mm -hmm. is key. And if you don't have that balance, it's actually psychologically unsettling for people. So So explain that
2: more. So when you say cool, because I know
3: so cool say, tones.
2: So cool tones, and yeah. what would be um, warm tones? So yeah. I'm just going to point them out. Yeah, yeah, please. She yeah.
1: knows that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Cool tones. Kind of cool tones for makeup,
1: right? Yeah. Like, but yeah. not yeah.
3: for. Yeah, for oh. sure. So cool tones would be anywhere in the gray, silver, even the grayish um, undertone to the driftwood, oh, even yeah. though it's beige. Uh-huh. Um, the warm would be the gold. And the greenery, mm-hmm. the greenery has a yellow undertone. You'll notice. Yeah. So, and this green, it's oh, a very dark I green. Oh, didn't pay attention right? to
2: that. Wow. So, yeah.
3: so yeah, when we look at that, and then cool silver warm gold
2: Uh, (laughs) black and white are neutrals black and white white are both neutrals i would think black and white would have been
3: yeah Yeah. Yeah. but they're contrasting so it still helps the whole process and then if we look at the living room it's the same thing we want you have beautiful gray chairs there We were working with a beige sofa that was left in the room, and then we brought in components that would be cool and warm with a pop of color. And because it's spring, I chose yellow. Oh, I love (laughs) it. I love 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 it. it. Yeah. Something just dropped. Sorry.
1: I think we're okay. Oh, it's okay.
3: It's just my phone.
1: It's your phone. It's okay. Yes, and you're not supposed to have your phone. I oh. know it, <laughs> but that's bumped. gonna be another another episode because you it's are. Off. Busy. Yeah, it's, it's off. it's just hiding. <laughs> she also is a realtor, so. Oh. Uh, yes, we're gonna learn all about buy it or list it. But right now, I mean, talking about we mentioned Father's mm-hmm. Day and this was coming mm-hmm. up and the tones and um, we were hoping that you were gonna bring food because Jen <laughs> is a foodie. Like she is. She- is
2: I Oh, my God. I've mentioned it five times already. I'm so hungry. (laughs) I'm actually
3: half Ukrainian and half Irish, so I love to eat and drink. So you have to to share, though, the story about (laughs) you and
1: your husband. You cooked, like, this... Was it Valentine's or something or special occasion? Oh, no.
3: Yeah, um, it was an anniversary. An anniversary, yes. It was an anniversary. We had just moved here, and um, (laughs) I went ahead and I cooked this big... Meal just for the two of us, very fancy meal. In fact, I googled how to broil lobster tails properly. You can google anything. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! But so I did um, sea scallops in a white wine tarragon sauce, and I had greens, and then I roasted um, some figs and uh, walnuts in a bourbon maple. And I put that over the greens and then I just did sauteed spinach with garlic and onions and lobster tails. And then I did a creme brulee for dessert. Just so, your average <laughs> Just, just adverse. Yeah.
1: Oh no, Yeah, you can whip that up, I oh, think. Yeah. His
3: <laughs> creme brulee is that's his favorite. So uh, I had to yeah. uh, I had to make that. But he ended up coming home with a stomach flu. He was no. so sick, and oh he sees no. this beautiful table Aww. laid out with candles, and he sees the first. And he really tried, but seafood when you're sick it was does not, not sit well. Yeah. At all. Oh, yeah. So he he tried, and he goes, "I'm so sorry, honey." And I'm like, "That's fine. I want you to enjoy it." He ended up taking it to work the next day for lunch okay. as leftovers. Yeah. So his co-workers are like, where do you live? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm coming home the you.
3: Like, who's cooking at your house? So that was a very funny story. It wasn't a typical night in our house, mm-hmm. but oh,
1: no. yeah. Yeah, so then what's Here's your favorite, favorite go-to dish?
3: Oh, I don't have a favorite.
1: You just yeah. like to explore. I really, I
3: do. I do. Yeah. I actually go to restaurants all the time, and I'll find a favorite, mm-hmm. and then I'll go home and I'll recreate it. I'll figure it out, and She's that's at that is my favorite. Wow. That's nice.
1: Yeah. So, I'm yeah. just gonna throw it out there too. Mm-hmm. Like family traditions and family meals. Like, mm-hmm. do you cook homegrown <laughs> Filipino <laughs> food? <laughs> no, I oh, hang my head no. in shame. <laughs> Filipino. Filipino.
0: <laughs> that. No, No, I'm I'm very I have uh I have numerous Filipino restaurants on my speed dial. Nice. Okay, so, yeah, you'll yeah, so, share then. Yeah. 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 So then what would be I guess, you know, a favorite dish then? That you Oh, you, would... you can, it can never go wrong with pancit. Okay. Pancit's, oh, It never. It's, it's, one it's one of my
3: favorites too. Oh yeah, yep. oh, yeah. you
0: can modify it very easily. Oh, take out yeah. meat, you know, mm-hmm. add fish. And, and that's whatever. the noodles. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the
2: noodles.
1: Mm-hmm. in every culture, you've got noodles. No. We're not no? Noodles. no? Rice. Right. Yes.
2: Yeah, we don't have noodles at all. Are you sure? 100%. <laughs> you yeah, sure? 100%. Yeah. You sure? We don't have noodles. You sure? Japanese I mean, have noodles. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, type no. of
3: dumpling, though, right?
2: No. Uh, we have like samosa, samosas, yeah, yeah. and we have rice, and we have biryani, and we have curry, and we have mm-hmm. like all that fun stuff, pecoras. so, yeah, and more stuff like like, that. like yeah. Oh, okay. and oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we definitely don't have noodles, that's not our jam. And we yeah. have, it's, um, and even like, just naans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Always yeah. But that's always in my house, like, that's every day. Yeah. Oh, and you cook oh, every day? Nice. Um, No, but, I mean, there's brown food mm-hmm. in my house every day. I cook brown <laughs> food, it's, not, it's inappropriate, but I, I'm loud and I will not stop, <laughs> all right? But we, we, have, we have it all the time, like, it's constant in my house. Yeah. My mom cooks, dinner or whoever.
1: Yeah, and then, so, in mm-hmm. Jen, you're a mix of what? Ukrainian and An a, Irish. And Irish. Yeah. Mm. I know,
3: it's odd. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, no, love food. Great. Love yeah. Food. And I was making pierogies when I was walking, basically. So, oh, well, I pierogies. Yeah. Oh, I had the nicest compliment one time. Oh. My mom, my parents were over, and I had done all the pierogies for some... Yes. Yeah family occasion, I can't remember. Yeah. But um, I had done three different types, four different types. So I did the potato and cheese, then I did the cottage cheese and dill, mm-hmm. I did sauerkraut with bacon, and I did a mushroom. Hey. And,
2: um... oh, you're making so
3: right now. <laughs> <laughs> was getting very hungry. So hungry and, <laughs> <laughs> and I had gone back to the kitchen just to get something, and I heard my dad say to my mom, Patty, these are better than yours. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and my mom went, been that excited because I was enrolled to do all the pierogies for all the different family events coming up from then on. Yes, careful what you wish for. Yeah. 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 You're going to
2: be the go-to for all the pierogies. Yeah, Yeah. and the men that marry in,
3: they have to learn how to do them as well because it's a family event. So that
2: is,
1: I like that. It Mm.
3: is? Well, they have more upper body strength typically, right? So they can roll the dough nice and thin and Anyway, my husband, when he married me, (laughs) we were making them for some event and uh, he had a TV on because we know it takes about four movies nonstop in order to get enough pierogies for a family dinner. Oh my god. So we know, like, let's watch a series like Rocky or or something crazy, something that he's interested in typically. Mm but uh we'll have the movies on and so he was literally taking the filling rolling it putting it down rolling it, putting it down <laughs> and my dad walks in the door and looks at his face and went i've been there
1: <laughs> i feel your pain. Uh, i feel you i, I don't know <laughs> yeah I mean, your husbands th- th- was yeah. like or did, is that a family thing too like do the men like
2: oh yeah well uh, you know what just um, depends you know i don't know i think it depends uh, on what it is i think yeah, yeah. it just, just depends on the house right like yeah. in our house you know yeah. um it was just different you know yeah. my yeah. dad was the one who was telling us what to make and my mom would just make it yeah. but you know, I mean? like, yeah. but, you happens, know yeah. so food kind of started, food was always kind of around or like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it just depends right but I know that my sister and her husband mm-hmm. um you know they cook together they make decisions together yeah. they basically mm-hmm. like what you're saying everyone's kind of it just depends on, mm-hmm. the, on the family circumstance I think but now. So. Yeah. and does yeah. your hus- husband Chip in there, Nanette? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I don't have a husband, so I wouldn't no. really know personally. <laughs> but my, my, but my is that parents... a prerequisite for oh, a no. future husband? No. 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 Yeah. You just know what the speed dial takeout is. And I'm, oh, I'm absolutely. Yeah. Skip the dishes. Right. Oh. Right. But no. my parents
0: had a very interesting arrangement. My dad, my dad, uh, had one favorite dish that my mother used to make, yeah. and he said, "Well, if you're not going to make it for this occasion, I will make it." And he made it better than and, and my mother yeah. ever did. And so from that moment on, that was his special dish. Every single yeah. occasion, that's what he would make.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. And I used to have an uncle like that, too. That's, yeah. that's what he made. And mm-hmm. uh, the the chicken, and it was amazing. It says chicken teriyaki, but, um, but he would, like, push the meat on the little drum, the ch- drumstick mm-hmm. down to the end. So it was, like, perfect oh, and even. Yeah. And you could just pick it up with your... And I don't, you know, be like your husband and the potatoes or
3: whatever. Yeah. Scoop and plump. But well, he yeah. tried to get out of it one year and oh. I went, oh, so you're not eating any. And he went, oh yes. yes. And I yes. go, get in the kitchen. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're well, doing it together. <laughs> together.
1: <laughs> so let's so. get back more on staging and styling because mm-hmm. I really would like to know more. So yeah. some tips or what is hot? I guess for 2020, or is there anything oh, really?
3: It, so I've never been a trend follower, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because <laughs> I work with individual clients, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you work with individual clients, you're working for them in their space. Mm-hmm. So a lot goes into it, it's um, how they act in their home, what they like. Uh, how they feel, if they suffer from certain things. I take a lot of time to qualify my clients to see exactly what genre I'm looking at with Mm -hmm. them and how they're gonna be affected by things. So again, the psychology plays into it for me. Um, For example, if somebody suffers from depression really badly, certain tones of purple you don't wanna decorate with because they'll actually bring on symptoms of depression. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. things like that, yellows, they um, increase creativity. You see yellows in a lot of kids' playrooms, things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, red will actually increase your heart rate, improve digestion. You'll see a lot of feature walls that are red in mm-hmm. dining, rooms. dining rooms. That's right. why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might not want a red bedroom but 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 sage green it actually reduces animosity so maybe sage green in the bedroom i don't know but (laughs) when you know these things you can kind of feel out how people are going to react to things you can suss it out while you're talking to them i had one instance for example i had bought this beautiful piece of artwork and it brought in all of the different colors that we brought into the space. And it was to go over the fireplace and it was this um, a scene of rolling water going over rocks. And so it had the white spray and it had a bit of blue, green, mm-hmm. the, the different tones that we were brought in. So she looks at it and her eyes got all big and I went, are you okay? And she said, that's giving me anxiety. And I hadn't asked if she suffered from anxiety because rushing water would, yeah, yes, yeah, imagine, <laughs> yeah. would imagine, might yeah. instill feelings yes. of anxiety. Whereas I don't suffer from anxiety like that, right? So yeah. for me, it was just a beautiful painting that brought in all the colors in the room. You have to be very wary of yeah. these things when you're so decorating individually.
2: That's such an interesting, and something just popped into my head when you were saying that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, so you're based out of Winnipeg, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you find that? it's a kind of good business. Like, are people reaching out for this? Are they actively kind of wanting to stage their, or, you know, design their, their homes? I just, I, I, I mean, I'm from a different culture. Like, we, we just buy a bunch of stuff and throw it in our house and send a story, right? But just, like, is this something that's kind of... I don't know you're not into trends, but is this something that you see a lot of, like, no, young people going into when they're, you know, getting apartments yeah. and they're calling people in, like you, to be like... Certain hey,
3: people. Yeah. So, so my clients range from... First time home buyers and I always start them off with a free color consultation because that's part of their housewarming gift from me. Yeah. I might as well. That way they can start to make their space their own. Yeah. Um right up to people who are downsizing. And mm-hmm. so I just worked with a client a couple of years ago who was going from a four thousand square foot home into a nine hundred square foot condo. Wow. And they had accumulated stuff over the years decades that they had lived in this home and she was so funny she goes Jen you just tell me what to get rid of and I will get rid of it and I said that's
1: putting good faith in you that's a lot
3: it's very nice to have a trust built up like that but I went that's not how this process works (laughs) so Uh you have to pick the things that um, bring out happiness Mm -hmm. for you like things you want to look Mm -hmm. at you tell me what your favorite things are and i will incorporate them into the look that you now want in your space so she went well i like these and these and these and i went okay and it was an eclectic mix but it all worked wow and um she had probably 200 pieces of art that had been inherited or bought over the years and they were in gilded frames. Some of them like oh, yeah. beautiful, beautiful antique pieces or vintage pieces. And um, she wanted a very clean mm. Hamptons-ish mm. Oh, Cape yes. Cod type look in her space. Mm-hmm. And I went, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and,
4: <laughs> so give you so, so yeah. we'll make it work.
3: But she had kept all of her artwork in boxes because she didn't know how to display it, right? And so I took my time and I created little collections in all the different rooms. And I incorporated some of the modern pieces with some of the older pieces. And um, she paid me the nicest compliment because she said she woke up in the morning and she called her daughter over right away so that she (laughs) could see the space before she moved anything. And then afterwards, the two of them were sitting in the living room and they're looking around and they go, Jen's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I need a little ego boost, I call her. <laughs> yeah, I that's nice. that's awesome. well, that's but yeah, true. no,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and art is very subject, uh, subjective, very right, right. You know, yeah, and personal, very. and to be but, able to do that.
3: But mm. I will get back to the difference between staging and yeah, decorating yeah. because yeah. a lot of people use these terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And staging is very different. Um, staging is marketing. Basically. So Mm. a lot of people um, style homes, Um, some people stage homes, other people decorate homes. It's a lot of different terms. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Um, and interior design is a whole other level, right? right. So um, so
1: what would you call this? This is
3: styling. Styling. Yeah, Complete this is styling. styling.
1: Okay. Decorating,
3: um, it's the full space. Okay. So right. I tend to think of it as a full space for somebody. Staging is definitely marketing. So when I had a staging company for seven years, okay. and um, the very first thing I would do was do a demographic profile of who would be the potential buyers and think about what phase of life they would be in, challenges that they might face in their day, and then do a plan for aspirational living.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh. So, yeah, it was
3: very different. So you want to create little vignettes in your staging that when somebody, the right people, when they walk in, they'll have little subliminal messages going on in their head like, if I lived here, I would make myself an espresso every day.
4: Mm. If I lived here,
3: I would have more time with my children. <laughs> if I lived here, everything would be this clean. <laughs> no. I so had kids something here. Something that simple, would be riding riding like that. All over the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something to entice them, because ninety yeah. percent of uh, home ownership is made by emotion if yeah. it's home owners mm-hmm. instead yeah. of investors investors right. are very different they look at the bottom line right. but yes. if you're going to be living in a space 90% of that decision yeah. is made on
2: emotion
1: emotion that's great and that you have
3: sense. to hit all yeah. of the senses so staging yeah. also has to do with not just the look but mm-hmm. the smell the, the temperature, the lighting, everything comes into play because you have literally seconds to mm-hmm. make a first impression. Right. When people walk in the door, oh. they walk in and they go, oh, I could live here or this is not my house. Yeah, and it's happened. made right away. Right. And if you have the ladder, it's very hard to change that point of view, even if they walk through. Wow. So. Yeah. So
1: is it like true you need to
0: bake a pie if
3: you're selling your house no. cookies? I actually do. I oh. do cinnamon oh. rolls. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, cinnamon oh. Oh. It smells the, yeah Just yeah. Oh. Well. Or just uh, dinner rolls, like oh, fresh yeah, bread. baked bread. Oh depending on the demographic that I'm, I'm marketing for. for. Yeah. yeah, but that's only for an open house. Uh, you can't have that scent going on all the time while a house is <laughs> no. for sale, so yeah. it's not part of staging, it's just part of the open house. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Holy goodness. So yeah. what
1: do you like doing the best?
3: Oh my. Um, I like it all. <laughs> that's why I work so many hours. <laughs> yeah. I get addicted to what I do. Yeah. And uh, I love it, right from somebody needs a paint color to feel better in their space, right down to, I need to find a new home and they're oh. stressed out yeah. and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. relocations, they mm. have three days typically yeah. to find a house. So oh, you um, yeah. you have to be on it, <laughs> and not book oh. anything else in those three days. Wow. So, cause the hours are oh, long. That's amazing. Yeah, any relocation, I start at 5.30, 6 a.m. and I'm usually done around 1, 2 a.m. So oh. each day.
1: So how many mm. homes have you lived in, Nanette? One house. Just one? Oh, one wow. house, many apartments. Oh, one yeah, because yeah, you okay. moved around a we lot, right, around, before yeah. kids, and yeah. Mm, yeah. So what, I guess living in one house now, is that different, or now it's just
0: home? You accumulate. Yes. Almost, <laughs> yes. yes, you do. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very, very different, different mentality. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're yeah. in, a, in an apartment, and you have a goal one day to live in a house, yeah, you, you're not, you know, you're basically living out of a suitcase mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. But my favorite was in Hawaii. That yeah. was, because it, it was an old um, hmm. hotel that was converted into an apartment. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Nice. It was beautiful. It was oh. really nice, but oh. yeah. It was fun. Fun. And
1: do you yeah, ever like, so because you spend so many times, like uh, so many years, like living in apartments, now that you're in a home, mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you want to go back? Go back to? Go back to
0: yeah. Oh yes, 100%. Yes, yeah. <laughs> especially when something thom- something breaks down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Condo yeah. living. Yeah.
2: Condo. Yeah. yeah. You have to yeah. love that. shovel. Townhouse this. or an apartment. No. Or oh, yeah. 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 Well, the kids are almost stuff. like mm-hmm. college yeah.
1: or high school, university. Then.
3: Well, whenever you're yeah. ready.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, will, I, will, yes.
3: I will text you. I'll let you know. It <laughs> yeah. is true, though. When you move, mm-hmm. it's a great time to purge and get rid of stuff. So yeah, I have nice. moved 14 times over four provinces. And wow. um, for me, it was always great. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I was little, my mom, because my dad was RCMP. So we moved around five times when I was a kid. And yes. my mom would sell off our stuff
4: Gosh. in oh, a wow. garage
3: sale and she has a different recollection of this, but (laughs) my recollection is that I came home from school and my Cabbage Patch kids were gone. (laughs) (laughs) And she handed me the money for them. Her recollection was, I told you I was selling off your toys. <laughs>
0: oh, so, my goodness. Oh, well, yeah. see, well,
3: you know, that you fine. got
1: payback. Exactly. She said that her, your pierogies were better than hers. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> so, Years later, oh. it turned out fine. Mm-hmm. No. no, but it's true. When you live in a home, you accumulate, you accumulate. You need almost a no. reason to to get, purge, okay. to get rid of stuff. To get rid of
1: stuff. Well, ladies...
2: Let's do a toast. Thank you so much for having me. This was lovely. Cheers, 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 ladies. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This has been a production of
0: ilikeyou.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company.
4: Do, Did, Will, The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. from climate pledge arena in seattle washington the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet wherever you get your pods wherever you watch your pods and on the crier media network
3: i'm andrea askowitz and i'm allison langer